Good day, everyone. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I'm Bill Molden. And this is the Vince and Bill Podcast. With a very special guest that we have with us this afternoon. Jeffrey Hughes. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good, good to be here. Bro, it's so good to have you with you, Jeff, if you didn't hear. If you didn't hear this morning's message, you want to just click on the bottom there and go to that sermon because you're going to want to hear this sermon. You brought it today, bro. Brought it. Thank you. Thank you. And he talked about hope. His message was on hope. We're in the Advent season. You know, the time of the year you talk about peace, love, joy, and hope. And so Jeff brought this morning's message to us on a very important topic of hope. And so, uh, yeah, Jeff, in fact, I believe you chose this topic. Is that right? I did pick this topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Jeff, you know, don't don't just kind of take over the whole podcast by <laughs> sharing so much at once. But, oh, uh, but I, I think, Jeff, uh, you know, one of the things that we want to do is uh, we, we really appreciate the fact that not only did you choose this topic, but yeah. you chose it at a time when you were also wrestling with your own kind of discouragements. Yes. Maybe you can yeah. speak to that for a little bit. For sure. <laughs> Which is the title of our podcast when Jeffrey Hughes is on it. You know, I, I never noticed that I said this so often until, you know, talking to Vincent Bill. But, yeah, dude, it was I was pretty discouraged, you know. And I'm coming out of it now. It's been helpful to prepare the sermon as far as, like, being more hopeful and, like, dealing with the different discouragements. But I honestly, you know... Heartbreak is definitely discouraging. It's hard to be hopeful. Yeah. We were pursuing a sister for a period of time, and, you know, she let me know she'd rather just be friends. Mm. It definitely was pretty tough, uh, mostly because it seemed like everything was going well. It seemed like all signs were pointing to go, and then you just get like a, not only you get a stop sign, but like the wheels fall fall off the car, and like you just kind of stuck there wondering what happened. And so that's, that was the, a big piece of the discouragement, you know, also with the general trying to figure out your life stuff at 26, you know, figuring out, you know, your occupationally, where, where you're going to be, you know, where you want to be in life, you know, starting to compare yourself to others. It was a lot of easy discouragement on top of all of the other, like quarantine, election, like, oh, will things change? You start to feel it a little bit and you get a little hopeless. Yeah. Mm. And I love the fact that uh, you chose hope because I think there's something in you that that knows deep down that discouragements like that can only be wrestled through with scripture. Yeah. And so maybe you can kind of walk us through as you were preparing the sermon, how did the scriptures start to minister to you? Mm. That's good. That's a great question. I think uh, something I've tried to do this year uh, is to filter my emotions through scripture mm. and it's been helpful and you know throughout the whole year but especially you know preparing this sermon because you know what proverbs thirteen twelve has stuck out to me a lot for a lot of different reasons you know i mean like you know hope deferred makes the heart sick like that's yeah. exactly how i felt like it's you know scriptures often speak to uh, speak to us right scriptures often convict us but very rarely at least for me has a scripture exactly explained how i was feeling you know what i mean you know and even the second part i had a hard time relating to it which drove me to kind of like figure out like man, why why can't i like get around like but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life and what does that mean so definitely uh just trying to find different scriptures that like kind of spoke to that reading through lamentations and kind of getting at that somebody uh 
recommended Job. I didn't actually end up getting the Job because uh, between the you know the, that proverb and Lamentations three, that was like all I really needed for like to like kind of wrestle in my heart. Then I came around to the Romans passages, like because it's like ultimately, what is our hope in? You know, yeah, that's right. Where, wherever I hope, when when I found myself, you know, putting my hope more so in like where I wanted to be in life, I found that I was much more discouraged and hopeless. And when in reading those scriptures, and then coming back to Romans five, where our hope should be, it just was a lot more encouraging. Wow, Jeff, that's really good. I appreciate the the honesty there. And if Amen. you don't know, Jeff is a uh, he is a graduated from Umsel uh, uh, Go King. No, Umsel are the Tritons. Tritons. I'm sorry, yeah. Kangaroos out in Kansas City. Uh, but no uh, but he's a, yeah he he graduated. He uh, is an electrical engineer. And uh, but he's a minister, and so you know he's you know 26 years old, single man, just trying to figure out hey, what what's what's God up to? What's God going to do next in his life? And I appreciate you wrestling with all of that. But I love that you said you've been trying to this entire year, whatever you're going through in life, do it through Scripture, wrestle uh, through the Scriptures. I think that's a powerful way. Just to go through life, I think if you if you can do that as a young man now, that's right. You are going to set yourself, your family, your kids, you know, your grandchildren up for success. So, uh, but anyway, I'm not here to give you a ton of advice right now. <laughs> We're back to talking about your sermon. I know I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, initially, I was just caught, caught captured right from the beginning as you chron- chronicled the year for us. And talked about all the various events that have been going on. And and really, I think, you know, you, you spoke right to where we're all at. We're all looking back on 2020 and just going, what the heck happened? <laughs> I want you to speak on that a little bit. <laughs> Dude, like, it was, it was funny because, you know, a lot of my hopelessness was from, like, personal, like, my what I was going through personally. Mm-hmm. But, like... When you combine the personal with like the overarching like hopelessness, you, it really helps you to relate to everybody. Yeah, you know, thinking through this year, this has not been a year to have. This has not been an easy year to have hope. Yeah, you know, I think there are definitely some people out there who are more hopeful who can look at how God is working more better than others when sure. different things are happening. But I think for me and a lot of other people in the congregation, like feeling, you know, the pandemic. Trying to, you know, just be faithful and hopeful through the pandemic alone was enough. But on top of, like, you know, I had to really wrestle when the racial injustice stuff was happening. Like, that yeah. was like a, that was like two months of, like, heavy, like, conversation. And even the conversations that followed. And then, like, throw the election on top of that. And, like, it's just like, uh, you know, however you feel about whatever candidate, even thinking that, like, anything was going to change would take a lot of hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just as I started to think through that, the sermon started to come together. Because, sure. like, man, like, not only is this is this something that I'm dealing with, but this has to be something that is, you know, everybody is having a hard time with or could be having a hard time with. And I think that's uh, an incredibly important point because a lot of times I think – as as disciples, as people trying to share our faith, as people trying to lead Bible talks and things like that, we almost think that we really can't speak powerfully into a situation like you described without having that 
you know, but then God did this and we already have our nice little conclusion, right. you know, and now you've been married for five years and you were, you know, it's kind of the, we assume that the, the power of our testimony can only happen if we have that perfect happy ending already figured out. Mm. But I think the, mm. the thing that you've done for us, not just today, but really throughout the whole year is that you've invited in people into your struggle, yeah. which is ministry. Yeah. Not that we have the answers. We just happen to know who does. Yeah. And I think your example and and the and the way that you're sharing that and even talking so openly on a podcast, which at least six people are gonna listen to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and I'd like to, you know, Vince, congratulations. Thank uh you. it is Thank official. You. We are the second most popular <laughs> podcast in the Woodson Terrace area. There is uh, Miss Juanita. She has a, a garage sale podcast and she's you know she's outpacing us right now. But by dozens. We're by not, dozens. We're not giving up. That's right. Uh, <laughs> soon soon the county. The county will know. But anyway uh, but I think, I think Jeff, I think one of the things that you're doing for us in inviting us in, even when the answers haven't perfectly worked out, is that you're showing us this is where the word of God does its best work. Mm-hmm. And I think for you to be able to share so powerfully mm-hmm. uh, today uh, and to be able to stand up, even though things haven't worked out, and to preach something as bold as Romans 12, 12, yeah. um, I really think it says a lot about your process and i i really do hope that people that know you listen to you uh really do uh really do kind of take note and i also appreciate the fact that you talked about uh gabe you know a yeah. young man who's young in the faith yeah but uh obviously has a posture of someone that really does uh love you and w- wants to take care of that uh, maybe you could speak to that a little bit. What is it like to have someone who is younger, not only physically, but even spiritually, kind of be become a source of encouragement to you? That's a, that's a good question. I think just the call hire that you re- receive just from, you know, yeah, you think about like he's younger than I am. Like he, you know, you think about his maturity, like the different things that he's that he does. Like I'm in his life, so I kind of like see what he's got going on. So it can be easy to kind of like brush somebody like that off, you know. But then to see him, you know, just to approach you and that, like not even like in a prideful way, but more in like a inquisitive, like humble way, like I'm here for you type of thing is just very. Like, not only is it encouraging, but it's convicting just to see how, like, how somebody, how far somebody can go and how you can be ministered to by anybody. Not just Mm. those who you, not just those who you, you know, look up to, those who you respect, or those who you think are on a higher level than you are, but like anybody can minister to you. And I think it's a, it was really cool to experience that with him. You know, it was really cool. One of the things you said uh, that uh, at one point you talked about in your sermon, you said, you know, you even felt like, man, leave me alone a little bit. And then you, you know, you were you were aware enough to go, you know, this must be the Holy Spirit that's Amen. moving. And I, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, in these moments that we're going through, I think that you are able to be aware enough to go, God's Holy Spirit is working in and through Gabe, and honestly, in unexpected places, you might say. I think that's the work of the Spirit. It really is mysterious in ways that God comes to us and shows and reveals himself to us. And so, but I just appreciate what I love is, 
Jeff, you have an openness about you. You're open yeah. to God doing something. You're you're not so fixated on it going your way. I think that that's part of it, right? So sometimes we wrestle with hopelessness because we're yeah. so fixated on it going our way. Yeah. And when it doesn't go our way, then we're just, oh, you know, but I tell you, you know, that the verse you read in, in Romans 5, you know, our hope does not disappoint us when our trust, you said faith, you can't be hopeful without faith. When our faith is in Jesus, when he's sort of driving the car, when he's in control, Jesus, when he's in control of things, then we can be hopeful. We don't have to be ashamed. Jeff's dad just peeked. That's in. right. We got a sneak peek from Pops. Yeah. Special guest star. Yeah. Big Jeff came in, so we should have had him jump on the mic here. <laughs> which is uh, which is a statement to our fans. If yeah. you ever want to join the podcast, <laughs> this obviously just open the door. So, door so is open. love that. The door is open for anybody. Go yeah. Ahead. So yeah, Jeff, um, are you able to re- refocus here a little bit? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think one thing, uh, not only is that true uh, with you, Jeff, the thing that I loved about you sharing that story about Gabe is that it also answers that unspoken question uh, of the other quote, quote, proverbial Gabes out there yeah. wondering, well, what can I do? Yes. Yeah. And I think because of the way you shared it, not only did you allow people to see what was going on with you and... And the wrestling match there and your openness to the Holy Spirit in an unexpected way. I think, man, I, I heard that as, you know, been on the other side of that phone. Yeah. What what could I possibly do to help my my leader, to help my friend, to help my my mentor? What could I do to build up the body? And it's amazing that it comes down to a simple example like that of why not just call up and say, Hey man, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And hey, I got encouraged by the scripture. I wanted to share it with you. And I just, you know, for me, I thought, man, this is this is one of those great double-edged, uh, purposed or double-purposed uh, illustrations because not only does it show your vulnerability and wisdom, but it also shows what we can do uh, as members in the congregation to build one another up. Yeah, for sure. I think that. Um it's really a testament to, I think someone was said earlier, how we can only think things are powerful when there is results, at the end result. Like, the story only is powerful or, like, great because of how it ended, you know, until you can close the book. Mm-hmm. But the real power is through the journey, mm-hmm. you know. The real, you know, substance happens, like, getting there. And I think... When we live with one another, when we are encouraging one another, we get to journey with each other. The scripture talks about, you know, suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, then hope. Mm-hmm. Can't, you know, you know, short circuit the process. And That's I think good. we all get to be a part of each other's process. It's kind of hard to build character on your on your own. That's good. Point. And it's really not nice to suffer alone. <laughs> well, so, really well said. I tell you. It really does. It, it it really piggybacks off of what we talked about last week. I mean, we need one another. Um, yeah. And in a time when, you know, social distancing for the purpose of 
not spreading the virus regardless of what you think or not but that's where we're at right now we certainly don't have to be distant from one another spiritually amen and um you know we have we have phone we have zoom we have all these ways to communicate and stay connected and i think you know that that's the power you, you know we're, we're all going to be going through something we're all mm. going through something and you know this season i don't know if it's uh, uh, accurate or not they say this time of the year tends to be a time when there are more suicides than ever it's true uh, it's a time when people are more depressed if you will but it, it should be for us christians it should be a time of hope fullness and i appreciate the message today jeff you really gave us a lot of hope you you reminded of what, not only what hope is but why we have hope and no matter what our discouragements are there is hope ahead and so there's hope you know there is hope you are you are the great bringer of hope today thank you for <laughs> sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure for sure, man. Yeah! yeah. All right, there it is. There it is. Well, guys, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. And we will uh, be here next week, for show. And uh, <laughs> where we have Indu EK. That's right. He's going to be preaching for us next week. Uh, so, tune in next week. Good day. Good day. Amen.